Well, good morning. The most important reason for us to be thankful for 2010 and in 2011 is Jesus Christ. And today, we have celebrated one of the things that's dear on his heart, of course, is salvation of souls and baptism, and we've done that. And we're going to also receive communion together as a body. And that's important also. And that word communion, of course, in Greek is koinonia, and it means uh, fellowship. It means participation. It means uh, sharing in. And today, we want to talk about the reason why we're receiving communion together, why we do that. And there's no other reason than Jesus Christ. Now, the, now the children are in service today. How, how many children do we have here that would be in, in, in uh, children's church? Okay. Okay. Uh, we want to uh, have one message plan, and I wanted to, uh, Jenny called me, and so we changed the message a little bit uh, to include the children. Is that Okay. And we, ha- we do have, now of course, we all are children of God, so whatever I teach is going gonna, is gonna to minister to everyone, it ministers to me too. And I do have some uh, cash that's available, and I want to put it down here. That's just for the children to look at. It's not for the adults. They look at it. It's for the children. And I will put it right down there so that they'll be ready to go. Now, I'm going to go from one part of Scripture, and that's Hebrews. Let's turn to Hebrews chapter 1. Now, remember, we're talking about fellowshipping. And in uh, 1 John, we know that the the, uh, apostles was telling the, the, the church that that he wanted them to have fellowship with them because their fellowship was with Jesus Christ. And that fellowship is communion. That's what it is, it's communion. And we want to have fellowship with the Lord Jesus Christ. And he's the most important reason to be thankful. Let's look at why, some of the uh, ten reasons why, He should be the one, the exalted one in our lives for 2011. It says, God, this verse 1, chapter 1, Hebrews, after he spoke long ago to the fathers in the prophets. Well, the first thing is that we know that in the Old Testament, children and congregation, that God spoke, most of all, through the prophets to the fathers. In many portions and in many ways. In these last days, in these last days, since the resurrection of Jesus Christ, we're in the last days. They were in the last days at that time, after he rose. 
has spoken to us in his son. So he used to speak to us, to the fathers, by the prophets. And, of course, in many portions, in many ways, various ways, whether it be through the law, through the ceremonies, through all those things. We're not going to go over those things. But he did speak through the prophets. But now he speaks to us through the son. So why should we be thankful? The main reason we should be thankful because Jesus Christ is now resurrection, resurrected, and he is who God is speaking through. That's number two. He spoke to us through the prophets, and he's now speaking to us through the Son. Let's go a little further. Whom he has appointed heir of all things. He's heir of how many things? All things. All things. Now, of course, we know another scripture tells us that we are joint heirs with Christ Jesus and heirs of God. So that means that we, of course, are joint heirs to how many things? But it's through Christ Jesus. It has to be through Christ Jesus. We have to get that in our minds. Not we are anything, it's Christ Jesus. We are in Christ Jesus. Matter of fact, another scripture tells us that both he who sanctifies and those who are sanctified are all from the same Father. Well, well, he's not ashamed to call us brethren. I mean, that Jesus Christ is not ashamed to call us brother, brothers because we're, we're all from the same Father. When we are born again, we're born of the Spirit of God. We're all the same. We're all one. So he's not ashamed to call his brothers. And that's very important to, to know. We can be thankful for Jesus Christ because he is the heir. And how did he become the heir of all things? We know the scripture in, in Romans that tells us so much and so uh, eloquently about the price that Jesus Christ has play, pay, paid. It's like that we're receiving uh, elements today, and we're receiving the the uh, the bread because of His body. It represents His body that was broken for us. Uh, the juice we partake of represents the blood that was shed for us. And because of the shedding of His blood, see, Jesus is the perpetuation for our sins. He's the total satisfaction. He 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 brings together the sinner to the Father and, and allows the Father to have mercy on us and, and to forgive us. Jesus Christ paid a price for that. We have so much to be thankful for in Jesus Christ. He is the heir of all things. It tells us here, through whom also he made the world. So we know that God made the world through Jesus Christ. Through Jesus Christ. Everything that we see was put into existence through Jesus Christ. The the world and all things is in it. So children, as you are taking notes, we know that that, uh, he spoke to us through the prophets and 
Now he speaks through the son. He's the heir of all things. You know that. And that he also, uh, God made the worlds through him. Let's go to the next one. Four or five. Verse three. And he is the radiance of his glory. Next week we're going to talk more about that uh, uh, because we're going to talk about where we're going in 2011. But Jesus Christ is the radiance of God's glory. Now, I envision, when I think of the radiance of God's glory, I think of God's glory as just his brightness. It's like uh, looking at the sun. We can't even look at the sun. It's so bright. And the sun uh, is like rays come from the sun, whether it's heat or whether it's light. Rays come forth. When it's a light be, it's still being. It's just going. Uh, Jesus is the radiance of God's glory. This is important. He's not, it's not like Jesus is the, is the reflection of God's glory. He is the radiance of God's glory. Jesus Christ is the glory of God. God can behold his own glory by the manifestation of his son. Because his son, it says in the, in the, in the next part here, that he is the exact representation of his nature. Exact representation. It's not a, 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 a sort of representation. He's the exact representation of the nature of God. That means that everything that God is, Jesus Christ manifested to us. He is. Everything about his character. There's not one characteristic of Jesus Christ that's not represented uh, to the Father. Jesus Christ, if you think of his character, is, is holy. Jesus Christ is holy. If you think of faithfulness, God is faithful. Jesus Christ is faithful. Any characteristic that you can think of of Jesus, God is. He's the exact representation of his nature. If you want to see the Father, all you have to do is look at Jesus. He is the exact representation. One um, one theologian says, like uh, uh, in the kings, when, when you have kings, the kings will give us his uh, top uh, person, like Joseph, uh, when when uh, uh, Pharaoh gave Joseph his signet ring, and it's like you can take this ring and put it in wax and seal something. It's the that means it's the exact representation of that ring. Jesus is the exact representation of God. Re- representation of God. Just why Jesus could say, "When you have seen me, you have seen the Father." We have many reasons to be thankful. We're just going over a few here about Jesus Christ. Thankful for Jesus. We need to be thankful for Jesus. There is no other reason for our being in existence in 2011 except uh, to be thankful for Jesus Christ and the price he's paid for us. There's no purpose of living if it's not uh, to be living with him eternally. What other purpose is it to be living in this world? The world's going to pass away. Isn't it? The world as we know it today, it's going to pass away. Oh, there's going to be a new heaven, a new earth. 
but it's only going to be for those who are going to be with him. And it says in, in, in uh, Revelations that, um, <laughs> that the, there's no need for the sun. There's no need for the moon. There's no need for uh, those things that we see now in New Jerusalem because Jesus Christ is going to be the light and the Father. Now, now, how much is this now? I mean, the light, the radiance, the glory, the brightness, the outshooting of all the rays that come from God, Jesus is. We'll talk a little bit more about it next week. Let's go a little further. And it says that, and upholds all things. How many things? By the word of his power. All things. So we know that he's, uh, he spoke to us. God spoke to us by his prophets. We know that um, he speaks to us now by his son. We know that he's the heir of all things. We know that he made the worlds through Christ Jesus. We know that he's the radiance of his glory. We know that he's the exact representation of his nature. And we also know that he upholds all things by the power of his word. In other words, that he is ushering forth all things from the beginning to the end by the power of his word. He's upholding everything. He's ushering it to completion. His word. The power of his word. He just speaks. And it is. It is. Let's go a little further. When he made purification of sins. That means that, uh, of course, he went to the heavenly tabernacle. The priest back in the olden days, the high priest, he went into the Holy of Holies once a year to uh, make sacrifice for his sins and the sins of uh, the nation of Israel. But Jesus Christ went into a heavenly tabernacle and he purified for all time the sins of, of people. So all of us. So we know that his blood is important, don't we? Which we're celebrating today. His death he celebrated uh, because he gave his blood. We know that his body broken is very important. Isaiah, matter of fact, says in 53, Isaiah 53, it says that uh, Jesus was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities. The chest time our, our peace was upon him, and with his stripes we are healed. That's what he says. It says he bore our griefs and he took our sorrows also in the, in the verse above that. And an amazing thing to me is when Jesus walked to earth that uh, he, he, went to, he went to Peter's house. This is an account in, in Matthew um, chapter 8. But he, he went to Peter's house and he saw his mother, Peter's mother-in-law, lying sick in the bed. Sick in bed. And she had a fever. And he touched her hand, and the fever left her. And she got up and waited on him, served him. And it says, when evening came, they brought to him many people who were demon-possessed, and he cast out the spirits with his word and healed all who were sick. Then he said something that, that, that I want to relate back to what I've said about Isaiah. 
This was to fulfill what was spoken through Isaiah the prophet, that he himself, he took our infirmities and bore our diseases. See, that was spoken in Isaiah. He said, this was to fulfill. That means that he came to fulfill that which was written in the prophets. So Jesus Christ, we have all reason to be thankful because there is no healing outside of Jesus Christ. He paid for it. He paid for it with his blood. He paid for it with his broken body. That's exciting to me because we can be thankful. One of the reasons we can be thankful, because of his body, because of his blood, we can be thankful that we have the uh, opportunity to be healed. We have the opportunity uh, for, to be in peace regardless of our situation, regardless of our situation. We don't have to be in turmoil because things are not going our way like we think they should be going. We can be sick, we can be, uh, have uh, bad relations, we can have sort of all things can be happening. You know, our, our, our children not like they should be, our marriage like they should not be. We could be all sorts of things, our job not like should be. We could, everything could be going, going wrong. It could be um, uh, like what happened to our bud this morning while the children were in here this morning. Is because the one who was supposed to teach this service day, uh, uh, water broke, water line or something, and had water all over every place, so he had to fix that thing. And um, so things are happening. This is right after Christmas and New Year's. You know, sometimes we think, well, what's going on? I mean, oh, why is Jesus allowing this thing to happen to me? Well, bad things happen, don't it? You don't have to be in sin for bad things to happen. <laughs> We live in a world that is a sinful world because of the sin of Adam. So, therefore, things are going to happen. And no need to get mad at Christ because things happen. He has to allow things to happen because of sin. But there, there, there also we have hope because of him. The only reason I have hope in my situation, the only reason I can get by uh, things uh, is because I know that Christ is my hope. He paid the price because the chastisement of my peace was upon him. So I don't have to be concerned about being in turmoil because, you know, the, the uh, water went over the drains or something and, and washed mulch out into the parking lot over there. Uh, uh, it, it's not a good thing. But why do I have to be out of peace about it? I have to be out of peace about it. You know, if we would have had service last week, we wouldn't have had heat over in the children's wing because when we came on Tuesday, the, the uh, heat was out, gone over there. No heat. No heat. 50 degrees, no heat. But there's no need to get out of peace about it, is it? We just thank God. Hey, I can, I can thank God that we didn't have service last week because we would have had some cold kids. <laughs> No need to get out of peace because our freezer went out over there, is it? I mean, it went out. You don't know it went out. It did went out. It's not freezing. <laughs> no need to be out of peace. You can come up here and tell us about all the things in your life that's not peaceful by the world standard, can't you? But we have peace because we have the prince of peace who's already paid the price for our peace.
he lives in us. We are one with him. That's what the scripture says. We are one with him. In uh, John uh, 17, we are one with Christ. He said, you know, I, I, I don't pray, you know, uh, for these alone, but I pray for all these that's going to be believing on me through their word. And I pray that just like uh, I'm in you, Father, and you in me, that, that they're going to be in us and we in them also. So the world will know that uh, I came from you. You know, in other words, peace, oneness, unity we have. We don't have any reason why really to complain in 2011 because we have Jesus Christ, the most important reason to be thankful. Now, if you want, if you want to hear some, some, some things to, to um, play the violin for, I can tell you something. And I'm sure we all can do that every time we come. And, you know, we all go away crying every Sunday. But see, we can go away rejoicing. According to what James said, we can count it all joy. All joy. Count it joy for the various trials or, or things that uh, come upon us. The various trials that come upon us. Because the trying of our faith works perseverance, doesn't it? And we're going to let perseverance have its perfect work that we may be perfect in time, wanting nothing. And if, and if, if we do doubt, uh, we're going to cast that doubt away, aren't we? We're not going to keep that doubt uh, lingering on because doubt will come to your mind because the enemy is going to send doubt. But we're going to cast that doubt away because he tells us that, that if, we like, if we like wisdom, we need to ask him. He gives liberally and upbraid. If not, he gives to all men. He doesn't even uh, complain about us or uh, making it. In, 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 uh, well, you didn't do this. right. He doesn't do that. He will give us wisdom. And it says that uh, he doesn't want us to doubt at all. None at all. Because we'll be like a wave of sea, tossed to and fro. Let not that man think he's going to receive anything from God. So we're not going to doubt Jesus Christ and the price he paid, are we? We're not going to doubt that price. No, we're not going to do that. So he made purification for our sins. And he's seated, it says right here. He is seated. He sat down at the right hand of the majesty on high. That means he's sovereign. That means he has authority. That means he's our intercessor. He's sitting there. And also it says that having become as much better than the angels as he has inherited a more excellent name than they. Oh, come on. He has a more excellent name than the angels. And, and you know, uh, we know the angels are, are pretty pretty good angels. They went, The angels, he went before Israel. We have angels, we have warring angels, we have messages of angels. We have angels, we have angels. Then you have those, those bad angels too, don't we? Yeah. Lucifer, he was an angel, wasn't he? Oh, he is, you know. <laughs> but the name that's above every name is Jesus Christ. A more excellent name than angels. There's no, there's no angels, he said, this is my son, the whole my son, in whom I'm well pleased. He didn't say about no angel. He said about the son. The son. We have every reason to be thankful because of Jesus Christ, don't we? I gave you ten. I gave you ten. Now, children, we're ready because we're going to really take communion, so I want to finish up with you before we receive communion. Uh, any, 
any, one of the children that want to come up and um, give one of those ten reasons that we talked about, you want me to review them for you real quick? <laughs> You're not going to get in the money, brother. <laughs> we know he spoke to us by the father, right? Used to. Now it's the son, right? He's the heir of all things, isn't he? Heir of all things. We know he's uh, also, uh, he's, a, he's a radiance of the glory of God. The world's made through him. We know that um, he's seated at the right hand of God, the power he is sovereign. We know he has a more excellent name than uh, names. Bring, bring, bring in the children up that want to say one of them. Uh, I don't think anybody want any money today, so Jenna, you can come get all your money back. I don't think anybody want this money. Face the congregation. Face the congregation. Get in line. Face the congregation. One line. Isn't it great for children? Huh? That's right. Praise God. Give the children a hand. Praise God. Two, four, six, eight, nine. Well, I'm glad. I'm glad that we have children that uh, the parents are teaching. That's great. You don't, you know, a lot of adults wouldn't come up here. You know that? We, we have children bold as line, don't we? Line of Judah, that's right. Keep your eyes off this money now, okay? All right, here we go. Okay, we talked about ten things, uh, and they're not on the board now. Oh, yeah, they are on the board. They can't read anyway, though, can they? Okay. <laughs> okay, we're going we're gonna to start here. Okay, give me one thing that I said today about uh, the reason why we should be thankful of Jesus Christ. Any, any reason? Okay, he said he can't hear, so let me turn this microphone on. I had it on mute. I'm sorry, brother. Okay, let's do it again. Jesus made the world through Jesus Christ. Okay, okay. He's a, he, he was, all, all things that made was made through Jesus Christ. So, uh, give him your name, Jess. Tell, tell the people your name. Jesse. This is Jess. Give Jess a hand. Praise God. Oh, my goodness gracious. Okay, Jesse, you can... Hey, we're going to share this thing after the service now, okay? You can go sit down now, okay? Okay, give the congregation your name. Jacob. Okay, all right. Uh, give us one thing. Any one thing you want to give? Want to give us one thing? You want us to come back to you? I want to come back to you? It's okay. It's okay, Jacob. All right? Let's give Jacob a hand, okay? All right, he's a big boy. Here's a big one. Get a congregation name. Justin. Okay, Justin. Got one? He is the son of God. He is the son of God. Okay, good. He speaks to us through the son. Hold, hold, hold. Hey, Justin, let me give you this money, man. He didn't even want the money. He said, I just want an opportunity just to share about Jesus. Okay, there you go, man. All right. Okay. And what's your name? Jonathan. Okay, Jonathan, let's start. Tell, tell one, one thing and one thing. Yeah, you look at your nose. That's good. I like that, man. You can, you can look at your nose. It's all right, man. You took your nose. It's he all right. Hold, he hold everything in word of his power. Upholding everything by the word of his power. Give him a hand. Okay. Praise God. My goodness gracious. That boy's tough, man. He must be a daddy, aren't you? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Give him your name. Christopher. Christopher. All right. 
Any one he thing. is the heir of all things. He is the heir of all things. Not some of them. That's a good job, Christopher. Good job. All right, Christopher. That's good. Okay. Tell me your name. Dakota. Dakota. All right. Give us any one thing. He's the light in the way. He's the light in the way. That's good. That's good. Give us, give us, one, give us something that, that, um, that I gave now. Okay. Thank you. Anything that I gave out of those ten things. He is the light in the way. That's true. That's true. Anything I said? Um. The Old Testament. Who did, <laughs> Old Testament. Who did he speak through? Anything you can think of that I, I said. It's okay if you don't think of it. But it, you know, can you think of anything? He is the light in the way now. I just didn't say it. <laughs> give him a hand. Give him a hand. Okay, Jake. Good. Give him a hand, Dakota. That's a good Jane. Your name is Dakota. Give him another hand. He's a good man. He's a good man, all right? Okay. What's your name? Virgil. Virgil, okay. He got his notes, all right? Virgil, tell give us one thing. His name is above every name. Above every name. Even a more powerful name than the angels, right? Okay. Give him a hand. Praise God. All right. Good job. What's your name? Victoria. Victoria, okay. Give us one thing. Easter rain. He's the radiance of his glory. He's the radiance of his glory. You didn't even have notes, girl. My goodness gracious. My goodness gracious. Okay. What's your name? Christian. Christian, okay. What, what do you have there? Um, Jesus. Jesus is the radiance of all, of all things. He's the ra- he is the race of all things. That's good. I said it. Okay. Good job. Good job. All right. Praise God. Do we have any more children? Not, 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 not a big child. <laughs> not a big child. Okay. Praise God. You know, it's, it's a great thing to have children in a service that they take notes and they try to remember things that you said because people say that people's atten- attention span is not good these days because they play computers, they, you know, they do all these things and, they, and things are changing so much. But I say that their attention span is not short. I say that it depends upon the motivation, you know, and we have to motivate them, uh, motivate our children to be uh, God-centered and as, as in, in sitting on the things of God, and when they're in the house of God, their attention span will be just what we uh, what, what, what will hold their attention. And it'll hold their attention when we're speaking about Jesus Christ, when, you, when you're talking about things that's going to relate to them, and when they know that you're going to give them an opportunity to uh, share something like that, it's, it's good. Our children are growing up. To, to, they know things about the Lord. And, and I, I appreciate you as parents teaching them and teaching them to be bold. And I, and I appreciate you as a congregation if somebody come up and they don't get it right, that you uh, don't embarrass them or anything like that. And I appreciate also that you don't get upset when I don't uh, give them money for if they didn't get it right. Because we want to teach them the way God teaches us, right? Which is you're rewarded for uh, things, but you're never, you're never uh, uh, disciplined for something that you try and just don't get it right. But you keep trying again when you fall uh, seven times, the old man falls seven times, uh, you know, he's going to get up. And that's what we had to teach him all the thing. So then we're going to receive communion. Let me have the people who are going to help in that uh, come up, please.
and you can get your elements and things like that. I want to read to you from Corinthians. For I received from the Lord that which I also received, delivered to you, that the Lord Jesus, in the night that he was betrayed, took bread, and when he had given thanks, he broke it and said, This is my body, which is for you. Do this in remembrance of me. And that's what we would do. And in the same way, he took the cup after supper, saying, This cup is a new covenant in my blood. Do this as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. For as often as you eat this bread and drink this cup, you proclaim the Lord's death until he comes. So he paid the price in his death, as I said in Isaiah, for everything, uh, our peace, our uh, transgressions, our iniquities. He's paid the price for everything through his death. And then he's risen again, seated at the right hand of the Father. So we want to partake of that. Now, we're going to do it a little bit different today. Uh, would you stand, please? Uh, if you all come to the middle section right here, just, just, are they coming to the middle section? Okay, each uh, from we're going to uh, partake of it through the rows. In other words, if the first row can come out and get it, uh, come that way and come back this way. Everybody go that way one at a time and come out. You see, hold your elements and the same with this row and row to right, and go back that row to your row and the same thing that way, right to left. Okay, right to left. Okay, and they will, uh, as you partake of, they'll say. Uh, the blood of Christ shed for you, the body of Christ broken for you. And as you receive it, then when you come back to your seat, just hold it until we all get it and we all protect together. Okay? All right, if you do that now. Is anyone here that has not given your life to Jesus Christ and you would like to partake of the elements? Um, it's the only thing you have to do is to believe that Jesus Christ is the way, the truth, and the life. There's no other way to Jesus Christ, no other way to heaven except through Jesus Christ. He's a perpetuation for our sins. And all you have to do is ask him to come into your heart. Ask him to forgive your sins. And the biggest sin we, we have done was born of Adam, who was a sinner from the beginning. We're all born in sin. So you just ask him to forgive your sins and cleanse you of all unrighteousness. And he would do that. He would do that. As you're standing in your place waiting on everybody else to protect, just meditate on why 
you're receiving these elements as we say it today because Jesus Christ is the most important reason why we are thankful. This represents the bottom cross, which he broke for us, was broken for us. And we're doing that in remembrance of him. This cup is a represents a new covenant in the blood of Christ. And we're doing this in remembrance of the price he paid that we may be thankful, we may live forever with him. Let's protect. As the worship team is preparing for the last song that we sing, we'll sing before we leave. Want to give an opportunity to just, as we do traditionally, give you an opportunity to speak out thanks to God for whatever you feel there to do as a body. Father, I thank you for my life. I thank you that I'm alive, Father, today, 2011. I thank you that not only am I alive today, but I will live forever, Lord, with you. I thank you for that, Lord. I thank you for the price that Jesus paid 
for the salvation of my soul, Lord. I could not do it on my own. I was wretched. I was blind. I was poor. I was naked. Just a sinner going to hell. And you, Lord, rescued me, Lord. I thank you for that, Lord. Thank you.